This is not an expert podcast. So, uh, move on to my fourth question. What is the stupidest way you have ever hurt yourself? Um, best answer I can give, and this is a, a running thing, continuous thing. Uh, I constantly, not like trip over, I fully fall from literally not even tripping over my own feet. Like my foot will catch the ground in a certain way. Maybe it's the shoes I'm wearing, but I've done it with no shoes as well. And I'll just fucking eat it. Scrape knee, I've hurt my hand, my wrist and my elbow. I literally just fall from nothing constantly. It's because you walk loud. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this is a uh, classic story uh, around here, but, um, well, actually, no, I have two. Now I'm conflicted. I'll just tell both in a short and condensed version. Okay, first one, we went to Asheville. We did a wine tasting in the dark. I uh, did not realize, because you're in the dark, you have no kind of frame of reference on how drunk you're getting, because if the room is spinning, you can't tell. It's all dark, like... You don't know. So we walk out of that dark wine tasting, and I am apparently shit-faced. I can't walk straight up, and I don't even remember exactly what happened, but I know that I fell forward, and my knee was skinned, tore through jeans that I had, like, just gotten. So that was a bummer. It was, like, 4 p.m. It was in the afternoon. (laughs) Plenty of daylight out. It was hilarious. It was trashy as fuck. Um, (laughs) I remember you pulled us into the bookshop, and you were like roaming around, and Kevin, Kevin, and I were like, trying yeah. to around the house. Um, and then the other one is uh, in Colorado. There are lots of basements, um, and I think the house I grew up in is kind of an older house, uh, like built in the. I I honestly don't know. I don't know why I started down that path because I don't know when it was built, but. Um, the basement was unfinished, and the windows would pop out as a fire safety thing. Like, you could pop out the windows, but I didn't know that until one fateful day. My uh, sister lived in the basement, and, oh, man, I feel awful about this. Um, sometimes the door would be locked, and I wouldn't have my keys, and so I would have to bang on her window to wake her up and get her to come up and unlock the door. It happened frequently. She was very annoyed all the time. This time... I don't know if she just wasn't waking up. I didn't hit it that many times, uh, but I was, like, I was knocking it with my feet, and it fell out on top of her monitors. Like, the whole window popped out, and then she, of course, woke up. So, anyways, I was like, no worries, no worries. I'll fix it. I'll fix it. So, I go go downstairs, go to her room, and I start trying to pop it back in, and it's, like, mostly in. And for whatever reason, I decide to hard elbow it, and it shattered all over my arm and I had glass like dripping from my arm I had to go to the hospital my mom came home and I was like I wasn't sobbing or anything I mean I was in 10th grade at this point <laughs> and so I definitely had shock but I also was like uh I don't know like it, it doesn't really hurt because glass is really clean and so it's not like it makes jagged marks or anything it didn't really hurt but I was profusely bleeding and my mom came home and I was like let's go get this taken care of. Like, I wouldn't even let her come inside. I was just like, here's all this blood. And she was like, what did you do? And I was like, you don't want to know. Let's go to the hospital. <laughs> you do not want to know what I just did. Uh, well, I have, I have a great story about this. Um, this would have been two years ago, I think, a year and a half ago, New Year's Eve. 
we were going out in Midtown Atlanta, going out to clubs and bars, partying it up. And I don't know, I don't know what time it was. I don't, I don't remember half this night, but I do remember saying someone, someone saying they're tired because we were going, we were supposed to go to a club, and I said I was leading the way, and I took us like a mile and a half the wrong direction, and then realized it after we were already all the way down there. And they said they were tired, so I said, "Hop on my back." Keep in mind. This guy's he's bigger than me and I weigh 240. I'm 246'2 and he weighs more than I do. He jumped on my back and I just went face forward into the concrete. <laughs> and apparently everyone thought I was dead. I I I literally pulled out my phone and I pulled up the number pad. I was about to dial 911. And um. like I was so sure that first off, either you're just straight dead right there on the spot. Or your face is so fucked that we would just need an ambulance to get you out of there. Also, meanwhile, I'm at home in Colorado FaceTiming Kevin. Uh, and I haven't talked to Michael since probably October. Like, I haven't, <laughs> nothing. And I get random snaps of him. He's taking pictures of his face with no tooth. Like, his tooth broken in half. And I was like, Kevin, where is Michael? And he was like, I don't know. They're just out. And I was like, well, he just sent me a ton of snaps of him missing a tooth. He did not send them to Kevin. He just sent them to me. Because we were going uh, so on the I show, be, Kevin. I was like, I got to let Megan so see I could this. Be, I could be filled in on what was going on and that was before we really knew each other we definitely didn't live together so i just got random you know what bi-monthly snaps i guess of you and your tooth just keeping you updated i remember remember there was a car driving past and they slammed on the brakes when this happened and they're like they like peeked out and they're like yeah (laughs) i would have done the same thing and then michael gets up and then he's like, and then I'm like, oh, okay, all right, no. He got up on his own relation, so we're good. And then I was like, oh, why is there nothing wrong with him? What? And then he wouldn't open his mouth. Like, he was smiling with his mouth closed. Mm. And it was the funniest <laughs> thing I knew at that point. That tooth repair really it does look good. good. Yeah, it does. It yeah. looks real good. I was just thinking tell. that. Yeah, you definitely it was, can't tell. Uh, it was definitely something to witness that. I have the tooth saved somewhere, like that broken off tooth. We could just play the drunker kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, mine would have to be, this is what I was nine i think have to be at nine or ten because this was back back when i was in india and i had my bike and i was coming back from a tutoring session it was like a two miles like two kilometers from my place and i was like you know what will be fantastic if i stop by the playground that's on the way all right so i took a different path than usual and as it turns out there was a ditch that i did not see Oh no! And I fell straight in the ditch. The ditches you can't see. I was supposed to go to school. Okay, I was supposed to get there. I was supposed to get ready to go to school, but instead, I decided to go to the playground, and I got royally, royally destroyed for it. Mm. Uh, My entire knee was absolutely trashed. Like you could pretty much see to the bone, and I'm like I am nowhere. There's like nobody around me. And I'm like two kilometers away from like the closest place mm-hmm. and I'll have this bike. So I literally used the bike as a crutch and I walked all the way home without crying. I got home, got upstairs and I just started crying Lost like it. the world was ending. <laughs> and like everyone along the way, like near my house was like, look, then my entire leg was just red. 
Mm. Like shoes red, socks red, everything red. And he's like, what the fuck is wrong with this kid? You know, your story just reminded me of two additional stories. So maybe the next special episode we'll just do. How many times has Megan hurt herself that makes zero sense? That is dumb as fuck. And I was only drunk for the story that I already told you. Everything else, spoiler alert, was fucking kid. It was all kid. Drunker kid, by the way. Kid. (laughs) Just kid. It was always kid. Like, I have two additional stories that definitely were just me being a dumbass. We could play that all joy. We could do drunk kid or just dumbass teenager. Yeah. That's a very good game right there. All right, for my fourth question, if you could spend 24 hours with someone from the Avatar universe, who would it be and why? So I'm torn between... Two answers here. Um, I definitely, I think, would like to spend 24 hours with Naga, who is uh, Korra's polar bear dog. Um, I think that that would be great just to, you know, gallivant around. But then, on a separate note, I think Varric, also from Korra, would be so oh. fun to spend 24 hours with just to fucking I thought see. about that yes. in one of my answers. Who was your first uh, character? Uh, Naga. Naga. The polar bear dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Varric, because he is so fucking funny. I would I love to see what he just does. Yeah. Day. Um, mine was gonna or be see both. what I could get him up to. Oh, you know how everything. I love susceptible people. <laughs> I love people who are susceptible to suggestion. He would I do, love he it. Would just do it. He like, would do yeah, anything. Do it, yeah. Julie, take notes. <laughs> We're doing all the things. <laughs> uh, I'd pick Bolin. Um... Bolin is Pabu's owner <laughs> and Pabu's best friend. So I would like to get in the mind of Bolin to see mm-hmm. how I can get my own Pabu. But also, Bolin's very chill. You guys are having chill He's ass time. He's basically you. Yeah, honestly. We'd probably just sit around just doing nothing. Mm-hmm. You guys mm-hmm. would go out. You'd have a good time. It'd be, it'd be fun. You guys Plus would talk about star. the, I was going to say, the, the adventures of Nuck Tuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hero of the South. Um, I think... Mine would be Appa. Mm. Imagine just flying around the world with this magnificent creature. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything that could beat that. It's like if Sparrow could fly and also I support know, all four right? of us. You don't oh think, you don't think spending that time with Aang, who, you know, has Appa and would take you to fun adventures, penguin sledding and all these other things would Wait, be... hold on. <laughs> I want to do the guru, the chakra guru. Guru Patik? Guru Patik, oh shut up, sorry, I stole your answer. Uh-huh. My answer is Guru Patik. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were gonna sorry. say Iroh. And I'll go fuck myself. No, it was a it was a hard choice between Iroh and Guru Patik. Iroh, you, you drink tea, get massages, you know, have a nice relaxing day with a lot of good advice, and I think that would be pretty life changing. So Iroh is a, is a great answer, but Guru Patik in twenty four hours, like going through the you know opening your chakras in twenty four hours with Guru Patik would be like. Amazing. Nuts. It would be beautiful, amazing. Like and all of the places that he took Aang, oh my god. I I think that would be the most magical twenty-four hours that like somebody could spend in a fictional universe. So I definitely for... have been getting really into like the chakras and what they all do. Um and I think having like an in-depth exploration into that, just being able to dive deep would be so amazing. Plus also he's a cool guy. Yeah. He's a chill dude. Mm-hmm. As a huge Avatar and Korra fan, these were wonderful answers and I approve of all of them. <laughs> question five rounding around on the last round of questions okay last questions bear with us um when you want to feel fire crushed to death 
What is your go-to <clears throat> outfit? Ooh, let me get y'all started with some heat. All right, so obviously <laughs> I got my. <laughs> I was ready for the heat, dude. I, know. I got, Sorry, I got my. I'm starting at the bottom. My black KD11s that have the the pink, blue uh, I know, freckles, I love speckles those. on them. I love speckle those. Speckle shoes. Uh, maybe these shorts with the palm trees, or my other shorts that have like the frayed shorts. Mm-hmm. Those my black and gray shirt with flowers on it mm. or my the the red and black shirt that has flowers on it mm-hmm. with the jean jacket mm-hmm. and then a watch on the side i like it what about I you think, Dad? uh mine would have to be i have this really dope uh blazer that and i have this extremely comfortable pair of pants to be honest it Kind of matches with the blazer, kind of doesn't. I don't really give a shit. Is it your it's joggers? Just, no. Okay. It's, no, it looks better than a joggers. It almost looks like a full blown suit if you make uh, And then mm. I have a nice, the most comfortable black shirt in the fucking world. And no tie. I think ties mm. are literally the end of the world. But what about bow ties? They are so cute. Those bird feather bow ties are the epitome of fashion, and I will start wearing them because Tahani led by example for me. Mm. Uh, showed me gender bending is really... <laughs> I don't need to say, that's just for boys. I can wear a bow tie yeah, if I want a bow tie, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Um, I would have to go with, this is one that I haven't worn in a while because I haven't worn jeans in a while because I work from home and I've gained weight and I don't fit in my jeans anymore. <laughs> but I would probably go with my old ass CLG Afro mode jersey that is a wonderful red and blue and white colors uh, all over with my dark wash jeans. His Levi's. Uh, mm. And my Dragon Ball Shenron shoes. Uh, and if I... I haven't worn that outfit with this beautiful silver hair that I had, but if I had that with this silver hair, that would probably make me feel pretty fire. Mm. Yes, the hairs included. Mm. Yes. Man, with my rainbow sunset hair mm. on that yeah. full black palette. That'd be nice. Boom. I, I mean, um, he's about to round it off with some fire. Yeah, I definitely... So starting from the, from the shoes, I have these glitter boots that are... Um, blocked heels, so they're comfortable to walk around in, but they are glitter from head to toe. They don't shed. I got them from ASOS a long time ago, um, and somehow have managed to keep them pristine. Uh, so those, they're little booties, so they only go up to my ankle. Uh, cuff jeans. Um, and then as far as a shirt goes, I don't know, probably just like a bodysuit, a tank top, and then my Ooh. leather jacket. Oh, yeah. Um, my yeah. leather jacket makes me feel... So cool. I was gonna say, give, give me that like rose or whatever that floral crop top is that you wore the other day with that leather jacket over oh, it. Oh yeah, that's a that would be interesting with the um, with the boots because mm-hmm. that's a lot of directions uh, for you to head. I was thinking more just like a plain bodysuit. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Make the boots the focal point. I mm-hmm. like it. I'm here for it. Making the boots the focal point. That is. Uh, I'm big on that. And then, of course, to go into makeup, my favorite lipstick, which is Shape by NARS. Um, And then, uh, I mean, really any Urban Decay palette. But normally my go-to nowadays is probably Naked 2, Naked 3. We know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, I know. It has the audience definitely. If there's a if there's a girl or a man who loves his makeup listening to this, that definitely those are my hot tips. Solid ones. I like it. Um, and then, of course, wearing my hair so that way the front of it is out of my face. 
Uh, it wouldn't have to all be up, but I definitely feel more comfortable with my hair out of my face. Makes sense. I grew my bangs yeah. out for that reason. <laughs> I'm picturing it. It's very fire. Thanks. I like that. We all came in with some heat. Mm-hmm. I don't stuff. know how to follow that up, but I will try. You have a question prepared. I think you know how. <laughs> um, yeah. Got him. <laughs> uh, if you had to choose only one sense to have out of touch, sight, hearing, smell, and taste, which one would you choose? This is an insane question yeah. to imagine. Like, um, so Christ. one thing I want to ask: What do you mean by touch? Like, you can't touch with your hands or nothing. You don't on have your the body. sense. You, don't have the, you, don't you can move. You just you don't have the sense touch. on your body. You don't feel anything. You don't feel anything anywhere on your body. So you, yeah. you wouldn't be able to do much. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say wouldn't be able to do anything. Maybe so, we should eliminate touch just okay. because what can <laughs> you do? You, can yeah. you can't even touch. really walk without. I, that's touch. a good point. Okay, you touch is a given. Yeah. One additional sense on top of touch. Which there you, would you go. Choose? Okay. I think that sight would have to be it. I think that is, you might, you guys might choose, but it doesn't matter. I think that it is so important to be able to see that, like, sure, there are people have replacements for it, but nothing quite like it. Like, you know, hearing, you can live without in today's world. Smell, you can also live with it without today. There's a lot of like, you know, different types of um, accommodations. And taste, yes, it would suck, but it wouldn't suck nearly as bad as not. And you wouldn't know what you're missing. Exactly. That's a thing That's too. <laughs> like, it's not like it would be suddenly taken away from you yeah. today. You, you just, just judge foods like, based on texture mm -hmm. instead of taste. You see such a small spectrum of like light. So I would at least want to be able to see that instead of nothing. Yeah. That's true. That, that's that's very true because you can kind of imagine for their other senses like things based off of the sight of them. Yeah. That's a really tough one. Um, just to, I, I think sight might be the you know obvious choice, but I I don't know. It, like if we're talking complete deafness, I don't know that I could live without without music in my mm -hmm. life of any sort. Like I I mean, there's so much that can be deceiving about sight, but there's so little that's deceiving about sound. And I, I can't uh, I can't just give up music and hearing people's voices and stuff like that so easily. So I'm, I might lean towards hearing. Um, for me, I probably also would choose sight, uh, but mainly because I feel like with ASL, you can communicate. People can communicate with you. Um, and the one thing that I think that you really can't describe to somebody is... Um, is colors. Yeah. Mm. Like you can kind of describe the feeling, but mm -hmm. I think a world without colors for me would be a very uh, literally dark. <laughs> um, but also, I mean, as far as music goes, like that's something that would be incredibly important to me. But um, there is this, uh, oh, what is her name? It's Mindy. Is it Mindy? It is, basically, there was this girl who is deaf who went on um, America's Got Talent. She's completely deaf. She was studying music theory in college, um, and she went deaf as she was studying. It was like, she did not oh. know it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and she is incredibly talented. She feels music through vibrations, mm -hmm. um, similar to how Toph kind of sees things. 
Um, she like will take off her shoes to sing on stage so that way she can feel when the band behind mm. her starts. It's incredibly interesting, um, but she's really adapted to it and she can feel music and experience it in a way that we really can't. And so, yes, while that definitely would be difficult for me, I do see that there are definitely ways to experience something in a separate way, which I guess is true of color, but to me that feels like a larger loss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also if you... Oh, that was dumb. I was going to say, if you can only hear them, people can't talk to you with ASL. You can't see ASL. <laughs> yeah, they can talk to you with their voices. <laughs> Anyways, Michael. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I know, I know some dancers who are both like... I know some who are blind and some who are deaf, and the mm-hmm. ones who are, who are deaf really they use the vibration to actually mm-hmm. know when to like move with the music, which is really cool to watch. Yeah. Um, I. I mean, I I I kind of I'm kind of going to go with Kevin and go with hearing. Uh, I kind of I felt like the answer is going to go this way when I picked this question, just with whatever with everyone would pick. Um. I don't know. I just silence freaks me out. Like yeah. in- inherently, like if, if there is silence, I'll start playing something in my head. Yeah, like, but at the same time, if you don't know any different, then is it really silence? I don't know. I don't want to. Fa- I don't want to. Yeah, I don't that's fair. That that's fair. <laughs> I don't want to be scared to be to have that to have that if it is that. So okay. I think I think that would be why I pick I pick that's hearing purely out of fear. Um. By the way, her name is Mandy Harvey. I definitely, she sings, mm-hmm. she has a beautiful voice. She can tell where she's going because she can feel the vibrations in her throat. And so she knows what pitches she is hitting, mm-hmm. um, which is incredible. So, it's, it's talent. Talent. yeah. And she's very talented. She plays the ukulele. So it's not like she's not playing an instrument as well. Like she's really, really adapted. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously her advanced knowledge of music theory really helps her with that. Um, but it, it definitely just makes it feel like really possible and adaptable yeah. to mm-hmm. me. I agree with that. Makes yeah. sense. My final question would be, which fictional family or group would you be a member of? Uh, I hate to do it, but I'll probably say um, Team Avatar from... The Legend of Korra. I think that the the recency of the industrial age and the age of the group would be mm. a lot easier to hang out with than the one from the from the Avatar Last Airbender series. But mm-hmm. I think that it would just be a fun time to hang out with them. I mean, I would be a non-bender, but there's definitely options for non-benders and getting to experience that kind of, uh, you know, universe. It makes it pot. It doesn't seem for like things like the Dragon Ball universe, it doesn't seem possible to live as somebody that doesn't have, you know, say in abilities or any energy capabilities without like hardcore training. You're pretty much at the whim of whoever your hero is at any given time. But if you're in the bending universe, then there's options for people that don't have bending powers. So probably that group. Um, I always like to imagine myself as Korra. Uh, so there is that. But I think, uh, truthfully, if I were to be a part of um, a group, I think uh, from Percy Jackson, uh, the Lightning Thief, um, they're all like, basically, they have this camp for half gods, like the kind of bastard children of the gods. Um, and uh, Aphrodite has like a I believe has a group and then so does Ares, like the God of War. I really want to reread the series because don't trust the movie. The books are so 
fucking good and it's such a unique and original concept and I really wish that the movies did it justice. Um, but I definitely could see myself being like demigod and then going to a camp and learning how to control my powers and like, I mean, basically it's just a camp where like they have like um, houses kind of like a, what is it, um, like sorority or fraternity houses based on which offspring you are because the gods just kind of come down, dabble, fuck around a ton. Um, and so they have houses, like, for certain ones to live in, like, uh, and then Percy Jackson is the son of Poseidon, um, the sea god. Uh, but anyways, I don't think it overly matters to me, although perhaps I would be, um, who is it? Her name is... Farah, she has a chariot of cats. Oh, maybe be her. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I think that that would be really, really cool. I really want to reread those book series because it is so unique and so incredible. And I could easily see myself doing something like that, spending my life dedicating. It's similar to the Avatar, except that it's not unique to one person, but you get to really train and hone your skills and, like, you know, go and yeah. make the world a better place based on what you've learned, awesome. um, which is really, yeah. really cool. Mm -hmm. And also mythology. I mean, come on. Uh, I would choose to be a member of the Animorphs. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my God. Because they can turn <laughs> into animals. And I don't have to worry about not having a power because they have the Andalite cube and they just touch it and then you have the power. Boom. And I'm good to go. Boom. That's true. And there we go. That's as long as, long as mm -hmm. I don't pull up Tobias and get stuck as a falcon for the rest of my life. Because if you're, yeah, you have a two hour time limit for being an animal. Mm. So. But mm. even if you were, I mean, there's worse ways to go. Some days I wish I could just turn into a falcon and. That's true. He is, later days. He is very, like, irreplaceable later mm. on. Like, in the books, he does, yeah. he does some cool shit to yeah. get him out of things. I mean, if you're a falcon, people feed you. People pay your bills. They don't worry about that shit. You just chilling, yeah. Easy. You're just like, what? My home is a sky. Fuck Charge rent on this. <laughs> Charge rent on this, bitch. <laughs> I think um, mine would have to be. Um, I think Michael knows this, but um, it would have to be Star Trek in Deep Space Nine. Mm. So. Deep Space Nine, it's a little bit unique than other Star Treks. In other Star Treks, a ship goes to different places. In here, a wormhole opens up to the other side of the galaxy. You know, so it's a completely different concept. Mm. So you're on this base, and it's literally the hub of the galaxy at this point now. And it's, like, fantastic. I don't know. Like, characters would be fantastic. I would have a lot of friends I could choose from. You, know, you could cool. take your pick. Of which friends you want. Yes. I want this one, actually. No, not you. You not get you. away from me. I don't want you. Go to the other you. side of the ship right yeah. now. Right now. See that Retire to your chambers. You need to take a break. I like yep. it. Very fitting. That's good stuff. I know this has been a long episode. You guys, thank you, audience, for anybody that is still sticking with us. We're not cutting this down, you know, because we want it to be heard for all the questions that we prepared and the answers that we've given. We want everybody to get the chance to know us if they want to. You don't have to listen to this episode. Nobody made you. Uh, so we're going to close it out with a question that will bring some wholesomeness to all of this. I mean, we've already had a very good wholesome time, but more wholesomeness to it. Tell us something that you admire a lot about each of the other people in this group. And then something about yourself that you admire as well. 
Okay, of course I get to start this one. <laughs> um, for Michael, I definitely admire how flexible and adaptable you are. I think that you kind of are the glue in our household because you're the one that is able to be really um, flexible. But I also feel like that really helps you see things from multiple point of, points of view. You're very receptive. Um and for me, the moment I hear anything, I'm automatically defensive and dig my heels in. And you just are not that way. Um, and to have that as a first instinct, I admire a lot. And I would like to be more like that. More go with the flow instead of immediate resistance. <laughs> um, with Deb, I appreciate um, or I admire uh, how dedicated you are to things. I think that you are a quick learner at basically anything that you try. But then also, you know, we've been in the past year and a half that I've lived with you. You know, we've had a lot of really in-depth talks and we've had a lot of um, emotion work, I guess. Um, and you are just so consistently receptive. Um, you are consistently learning and trying to be a better person and be better in situations than you were the day before. And for me, again, I dig my heels in. I want to be the way that I am and not have anybody tell me that that is hurtful to them or anything like that. Um, and I think that just being able to really see yourself the first time truly and like move through that I think is really really wonderful and I think that it's led to us having a really close friendship because there's a lot of openness between us that wouldn't be there if you weren't that way um and then Kevin what do I admire most about Kevin his butt is so ridiculous um but in addition to his butt his heart he definitely, his butt and his heart are his two best qualities. Um, <laughs> two biggest qualities. <laughs> I think, uh, no, truly, I just love everything about you. I know that's really cliche. Um, I like that you do have the mentality in every situation of what can you do different because I am always quick to think what can other people do different to please me. Um, and that's not the greatest. You teach me a lot about patience. You teach me a lot about patience by being patient with me. Um, I love that you, you, or I love the way that you are with, um, the animals. You've never had animals, especially not in this capacity before. And you have just been, um, welcoming and accepting. And you have tried every single day you try to have a good relationship with them, which is not always easy. And I think is really remarkable that you see that you play a hand in the relationship that you have with them. Um, and they're the most important, like in my life, you know, my relationships with my animals. So to see you make that type of effort, um, it's really incredible. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> for myself, this is the hard part of it. I could go on and on all day about things that I like about you guys. Um, what do I like about myself? Um, what do you admire about yourself? What do I admire about myself? I admire, this is going to be a little cliche as well, but I have been through a lot. Um, 
in my life, and I think that, like, my resilience, the fact that I'm still standing and trying very hard to overcome a lot of the trauma and the negative experiences that have happened to me, um, it's not easy, and I think that it's something that, I mean, I definitely would choose not to go through those things if I had a choice, um, but I didn't, and I think just the fact that I'm still trying to move through those, because you can just, like, internalize it, become hateful, and just, you know, hate everybody for the rest of your life, um, but for me, I, I genuinely am trying to work past a lot of the responses to trauma that I have, the negative responses um, emotionally that I have to things um, that are just more survival tactics that I kind of put on myself. Um, so I admire that I am working through that. I admire that I'm a work in progress. That's me. It's important to recognize the things that you, that you like about yourself sometimes. Yeah. It's important to say it aloud. I like my tattoos. It's important to recognize the inner beauty <laughs> and not be vain. No, I'm just <laughs> your tattoos are beautiful, as yeah. is your face and other things. Michael, go ahead. Uh, Dev, I was gonna, I was gonna kind of say the same things Megan said, but not like the openness. <laughs> but I'm gonna, I'll choose something different. But I will say, watching you grow and becoming as open and emotionally vulnerable as you have been this year has been truly awe-inspiring mm. uh it's like it actually inspired, inspired me to like try and talk more and say what i'm feeling more and more because mm-hmm. the, the like the heart to heart that we had was like three weeks ago that would not have happened i don't know like five months ago a year mm-hmm. ago at all yeah I, we, we all know that so i, I love that um i will say i just you being so young and creating your own business mm. and growing it to how fucking big it is now to having contacts in Qatar like I, I know you, you you say you meet people like the weirdest ways but just you're so you're so easy you meet people so easily you you're so good at meeting new people and making friends immediately off the bat when you want to and like mm-hmm. when when you like when you meet a person you're really good at knowing if the person's like good intention or bad intention or good hearted or bad hearted Mm-hmm. And that's I, I I love that about you because you're he's you're a, really he's resourceful, resourceful, resourceful and ambitious fuck. and cunning, as one might say. As Slytherin, Slytherin, Slytherin. Yo, I am I am definitely a proud Slytherin. Okay, I will say that. Right? <laughs> Slytherin pride, Slytherin pride. Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that's some bad eggs. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't excuse our Listen, behavior. we're not looking but... the other way on those, but... Yeah, I get it. I get it. Moving past them. Neither should you, you know? They were there. We don't like them, just like you don't like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to redeem ourselves. <laughs> um, Kevin, I will say you have been my closest friend for probably the longest that I've had friends. Just my entire life. Uh, you probably know me better than I know myself, and you know more about me than anyone else does. Uh, you're the person that if there's any problem that I have or any any situation that I I honestly don't have answers to or I don't even know what's happening, I can come to you. you you're you're really good at taking all the emotions that are hitting and coming from all the different directions and somehow taking that in and like and then figuring out what what actually is needs to happen. And I know I know for a fact I can't do that. I, I, if I hear a problem, I either 
shut down or I just go, I don't know. And you're, you're, you're so good at taking problems and figuring out solutions. And that's, that's something that I, I aspire to be one day. Thank you. Um, now, Megan, the one who has brought this house to the, the point that we are today. Uh, the catalyst. Was, we no. all have gotten our house to the point that it is I will today. say this. This house would be nowhere at the point that it is now. It might not mm-hmm. even be the house, a house of people of us True. living together mm-hmm. if you had not been a part of our lives. Facts. And I, I will never forget that for the rest of my life. Um, you have like taught us how to speak and be open and emotional with each other. And that's something that we, we never did. <laughs> yeah. Um, as, as you know, we never did that. Yeah, but that's okay. And we're still, we're still, I'm still, I, I'm still bad at it. And I'm, I'm getting, I think I'm getting better slowly. Um, you guys I were just, never taught <laughs> to be that way. Yeah. I just love that you're patient enough to work with us. Even when we do have our bad days and our bad arguments, you're able to take a, like, even if, like, we do butt heads, you're able to take a step back, and then you let us take a step back, and we can come back at it and try and say what the actual emotions and feelings were behind mm-hmm. the whatever the fuck was said. Um, and as for me, my hair is dope. That's a compliment That's to me. <laughs> That's a compliment to me. But you I'll rock take it. it. So, um, I will say... I, 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 I like, I, I, I like about myself, uh, son of a bitch. Um, you don't, I think there's a lot of pressure put on yourself when you say that there's something I like about myself. What do you admire about yourself? Like looking from the outside in. I, I take pride in the fact that I am easygoing. Mm. Um, I don't know. That's I. I want to be. I want to be more strong-willed, but also like I love. I love just being the person that can just be like, "Fuck it, let's just do do this." You know, it's, and I think it just makes it less stressful for everyone involved. Uh, and it's. it's I don't know. I feel like it kind of makes things a little bit more yeah. fun when you have someone who's just like, "Ah, yeah, let's do that," and because I genuinely don't hate doing anything with you. If we're doing something together as a group, I'm going to like it no matter what. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. I'm glad you said that because I know that sometimes it probably does feel like there's a lot of pressure on you to be, you know, quote unquote, strong willed. But I don't think that should be mixed up with, you know, your easygoing personality because we love that about you too. And mm-hmm. I know that sometimes it comes off like we don't, but that is something that we love about you. And I'm glad that you love it about yourself too. I don't want you to change. And additionally, that for each individual person, there is a balance between speaking and saying like, hey, I do have a problem with this and being easygoing. And in your case, you know, you saying things like, hey, this does bother me does not take away Mm -hmm. from you being easygoing. It doesn't take away from you being flexible and adaptable and um, fun. Uh, It doesn't take away from any of that and vice versa. You know, you being the way that you are and being, again, I mean, how many adjectives, how many synonyms (laughs) can I, but you being easygoing doesn't take away from you speaking up either. Like, Mm -hmm. neither one of those things cancels out the other or shadows out the other. Both things can exist in harmony inside of you. There's a balance. And when you feel something, say it. 
And when you feel totally okay with everything, then that's, you know, say that. Like, I think that there's pressure to be on one side of the line, like you have to pick a side or like one side automatically cancels out the other in a situation. And that's not true. You can be all of the things. There's room for all of that in any conversation, in any situation, and in your body. There's there's room for all of it. True. Facts. Okay. Kevin, the I think... So there's always been times in life when I am so surprised by people... At the fact it can be so nice and like kind-hearted. Because that is something that I would never even dream of. And that is Kevin, okay? When I like see him, like he always tries to make everyone's like time better. And you are so amazing at that, you know? And I think you're so generous and kind. Mm. Um, like, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, like, you know, we started off playing so many games together. You were so chill. Like, you, like, you know, he was the one who, like, invited me and everything. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Hell yeah. If he's going to take the time, I'll take the time to, you know, know him more, too. You know, and I think that's very rare to find in people. And Kevin is absolutely admire. the type of person that you want to spend more time and get to For know. sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think that... Uh, Sometimes Kevin doesn't do the best job advertising that he's such a wonderful <laughs> person. Um, but, you know, I found it. You know, I, l- I looked through his facade of, you know, coolness into, mm. like, a very kind-hearted per- hearted person. And I very much admire that about you, that, you know, you're so chill and we can just do anything and we can have fun. You know, and part of it is that you try to make everyone's time better, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, I think you're amazing, Kevin. Thank you. Um, Megan, I think when I know that you think that when you moved here a year ago that I hated you. But I assure you <laughs> that I think we have been uh, good friends until the first time we met when you came when you had the crisscross, mm-hmm. you know. You were in uh, Colorado when we yeah. traded places. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that we've always just clicked ever since, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, we always talk about the most randomest things, and it turns out to be very interesting conversations. Yeah. Um, and the biggest thing I admire about you is how willing, how enabling you are for growth in someone. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you know how... Like, and when we say enabler, it sounds like a bad word because you enable something bad. But I think that you have enabled me in talking about what I, you know, my insecurities, what I am uncomfortable with, you know, where I stand, where, how I want to be open with you guys, right? Mm -hmm. That sort of language and vocabulary has to be taught. Like, at least to me, it had to be taught. Some people learn it off the bat. I happen to not learn it off the bat. So... I think that just knowing you and your patience and your helpfulness has all, I think, already helped me out. And I think it was a very valuable, like, I don't know, thing as a human that you have mm-hmm. to learn just to be like successful with other people, you know, like in relationships and talking to other people. And I very much thank you for that. And I admiring I admire you 
for you to take the time out of your day because I know that with everything that you have to do, it cannot be easy to explain shit to me all the time. But I love that you do that because I don't know who else is going to do that to me. Nobody. I don't have anybody telling me, uh, you know, shit like that. So well, I appreciate that. Uh, you know, I admire that quite a lot. And Thank Michael, you. you are you're the dude that I can just look to just like, yo, you want to play some games? Yo, you want to do this? Yo, you want to do that? He is always down to spend some quality time, you mm. know, with people. And I love, love that about you, you know? And, like, and like you try to be, like, the, what do you call it? It's like you're like going with the flow, you know? Um, like, something just climb. happens, yeah. yeah. Like, something just happens and Michael's just there, you know? We're going out. One thing led to another. You know, we're we're like three different locations. We've changed, and he's just still there. We're just still, you know, turning up. But he's not just like there in the background. He's exactly. a presence. One hundred percent of the time, you're right that he is 100%. always there to spend quality time. Yeah. with people. Quality time. I bring yeah. the party. Oh, he is like the party of the room. Like he's like <laughs> he's the one who lights everything up. Like you know, it's like whenever like uh like whenever I bring him with me anywhere. It's just, like, good to have him so that he can take all the attention away. You know, mm. and it just, I like that. I admire that about you, Michael. He loves that I you're an attention you whore. You heard it here first, folks. Give it to me. All the attention. He's a Leo, if anybody wants to know. I don't seek the attention. It just happens it to find me. It towards you. No, I understand. And I think Michael is a very understanding person, mm. you know. Like... Even before I knew you, Megan, Michael was the one person who would be receptive. Like even Michael and Kevin, but I would t- I would just end up talking to Michael more because I would mm-hmm. just play games with him more. Well, and because like Kevin was time. in a long distance relationship from with some bitch in Colorado, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, no he spent a lot of time here. FaceTiming her. I don't really know what that was about, but no. But I think that I think Michael is fantastic, and I could not have stumbled upon. A better group of people mm. if the world if like i tried like at all like yeah, yes. yeah. appreciate like, it i love you guys so much i and love you I love you too now. Yeah. um what do you love about you one thing i love about myself is that i hate my older self in the sense that i like i think that from what i was as a kid i have come a long way. I was a very intolerant, like, you know, little hmm. fucking shit kid, you know. And then I had to move fucking countries, you know, deal with so many different things. But I think that there's always been, like, okay, I sure, I'm frustrated, but now I have to learn to live with the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've gotten there sooner than later most of the times. Um, but... I think I'm just proud that I can get things out of a situation no matter how shit they are, mm. you know. Uh, but That's I... called being resourceful. <laughs> Boom, bitch. <laughs> Confidence <laughs> roasted. <laughs> and, um, I, Confidence I, roasted. Positive roast. Toasted. It's what it's called on Reddit. I really thought I was coming up with something. But that's cool that you also came up with the same thing. 
that existed. No, no, you're right. I follow Toast Me on oh, Reddit. Okay, okay. So I wasn't coming up with it, but I thought I was. <laughs> okay, we interrupted Devs. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Continue, please. What was I saying? Um, well, I was saying that I admire that I was able to be open enough with everyone here to, you know, be able to get to a point where we can communicate meaningfully with everyone. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, and I think that, not to brag, but no, I'm just kidding. But I think that something like that takes time. And I think it, it goes back to y'all being so patient with me, you know, that you tolerate the shit that I do. And I just, I don't know, I admire that I picked y'all out as friends. <laughs> yeah, so. We'd be on your ship. <laughs> Boo, you cop out. <laughs> you pick us out of a lineup on your ship. Tell these three motherfuckers I appreciate Star it. Star Trek in Face. Oh, don't worry. I would go <laughs> at warp nine to wherever you guys are. Yeah. That's nice. I imagine that's nice. It is very nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know what that means, but thank but it, you. But yeah, I'm sure it is. It well, was context, in a Contextually, well. we, can, we can assume that that's <laughs> you very, get the joke. You very fast. Yeah. I have to but imagine. But you can get the joke. Yeah. <sighs> Everything that everybody said about all y'all is very true, and that is... Awesome, because a lot of those things I also feel, all of those things I also feel towards all of you. So I want to try to say something additional, because those are all very big points, and I'm the last person to go. So, <clears throat> Megan, obviously everything, right? But <laughs> I, I'm just going to move past that, right? You can, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about all but the But we will talk right? about it later, right? Of course. <laughs> I, just wanna, I just want a compliment party. That's it. That's all I'm asking. Shower for. you in compliments later. Um, it's what hasn't been said already. Uh, actually, plenty. But I'm gonna try to pick a couple of things and focus on. Um, everything that you guys said was very true. But there's there's plenty that is, that I admire about you. Um, I talk to you about your you know your emotional strength and wokeness pretty often about like how emotionally intelligent you are and how you brought that to light for three guys that have grown up as pretty stereotypical dudes, like not being emotionally open and thinking that, you know, like our relationships were normal and healthy when we didn't talk about our feelings and stuff like that at all. But in reality, like that isn't the case. And so, you know, bringing that uh, to the table for all of us is, really wonderful being an innate yeah i mean an enabler for growth is such a good a a good phrase because every single like day i learn something new and i grow a little bit more myself uh through something that you've shown me unintentionally not something that i ever planned on improving about myself or anything that i ever thought that i was doing wrong and then it comes to light that oh my god like i've been this way or i've been doing this type of thing for so much of my life and i didn't realize like how much of myself there is that i can improve on and i know that kind of sounds maybe like not the best thing for everybody but for me somebody that always wants to improve on myself that's like heroin so that is all that i can say is that it's it's. It feels a little bit like I criticize you. A no, lot. see, no, 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 that's not. That's not what it is. It's not <laughs> things that you actively tell me I'm doing in some type of way. Yeah. It's just bringing to light your feelings and like other people's feelings on the matter and how everybody's feelings are valid. And I mean, that's just one example of, of plenty. But ultimately, 
I, I know it's a really hard thing to grasp how this is like cocaine for me. This is like crack or scrap looking for me. Um, <laughs> crack and scrap. Use something okay, in so. your world. <laughs> um, but it, it is, you know, I always want to improve <laughs> on myself. And for me, you know, feeling, getting to the point where I, I got before where I was like, I was starting to feel like, oh, okay, you know, I feel like I'm a, a really like, great version of myself and like i started to get almost egotistical about it and then i learned like hey there's a lot of improving that you can do and like that's just, it really is just so wonderful for me to know because i don't ever want to stop improving and i never want to stop like being my best self because there's always something that i could be doing better and if i ever get to the point where i i stagnate wherever if i ever get to the point where i say like i'm good now then i'm a shit yeah. person so uh, i just yeah. i genuinely appreciate and love and admire uh, all the ways that you unintentionally help improve everybody around you and me specifically. Thank you. <laughs> I'm only a Kevin. Amongst other things, <laughs> I just everybody should you know know that we appreciate the, their response and everything. So yeah. as much as I don't want to accept compliments, you know, it's important that the people that gave the compliments feel heard because it is heard and appreciated. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, uh, probably in like an hour or two, I'll do the rest of the compliments. You know, <laughs> All right. Sometime later. Set a timer. Um, Michael. Yes. We have been friends for a very long time. Very close friends for a very long time. And, you know, I, our relationship of not like talking too much about our feelings got us pretty far. <laughs> uh, but ultimately wasn't the most healthy thing thanks again megan for uh us seeing that one but it sounds like i have just like a talking circle going on every night where we each get to hold like the all right now you talk about your feelings <laughs> no no michael's holding the talking stick nobody else can talk it's like new girl where you pull out a talking stick and then i walk yeah. out and go no break it and then you pull out a travel one <laughs> it does sound a little bit like i'm just hosting that nightly you know no it's and that should be even more impressive is that it's not hosted nightly but it's something that we feel daily so uh, that's a really cool thing. It's just I mean, almost through osmosis at this even point. Even if it was, I would love to attend it. True. <laughs> I would also attend I it. I do think that we would just have a little powwow. Yeah. Check in. Mm -hmm. Talk yeah. about your feelings. Talk about your day. Sounds Highs like and fun. lows. <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a camp thing. Michael is who we were talking about. Um, yes, Michael. <laughs> uh, the thing, uh, one of the things that I admire a lot about you that I probably, I mean, I t I've told you things that I admire about you before and I agree with everything that they've said as well, but I think one of the things that really I admire about you is how you can find the fun in just about anything that you're doing at any level, like any skill level that you're at or any like activity that you're doing, you can find the enjoyment in it. And that's such a struggle for people like me and I think even for people like Dev, too, where it's like, you know, we pick up this new thing and we immediately want to be the best at it and like want to be want to learn how to do it inside and out and be like the best that we can be as quickly as we can be at it. And like sometimes it sucks the fun out of it for us. And so the fact that you can find the enjoyment, like while still improving, right, like while still getting better at what you're doing, while still seeing the improvement, seeing the growth, but also finding the enjoyment in those moments of growth is like that's like the best way to learn that's the best way to get better at something is to enjoy yourself while improving on it and that's how you avoid burnout and that's something that i struggle with 
a lot is that I may be really good at picking up new things, but I'm pretty bad at sticking with things, uh, which I'm working on. But And to be an adult and find fun in anything anything (laughs) is so admirable it's true (laughs) because everything (laughs) feels mundane all the time it's true it it does get harder sometimes (laughs) i'm still i'm still able to find fun in most everything (laughs) that's true um dev i mean i i've told you also a million times before that i love your can always improve attitude that you know it inspired me uh, i've heard it from just about everybody the piece of advice about like worry about what you can do better yourself but you putting that in action and always showing that that's what you're working on and you've always shown that since like the first day that i met you um that's always been very admirable but i want to steer clear of that because that's something that we talk about a lot in a similar vein uh your capacity for uh growth and for improvement is is astonishing like j- just the ability to improve yourself and commit to improving yourself and anything that you're doing like choosing what you want to do and getting better at it getting better at a video game or getting better at communicating with your roommates or getting better at sharing your feelings like all of those things you commit to quietly yourself but the effects are seen they're noticed in such mm-hmm. a huge way uh that that's just that's just such a wild and incredible thing to to see and you know everybody wishes that they could they could do that to that level and it's not that easy to look introspectively and change things about yourself like that so it's really cool that you can do that there hasn't been a day since we talked about like quality time and love languages and stuff that dev hasn't asked me genuinely how i'm doing which like ask the people in your lives how they're doing if you're still listening Mm -hmm. Ask the people in your lives genuinely how they're doing because that, like, simply, especially being asked on a regular basis, just, like, how are you? How are you doing? How is your day going? Like, just that type of stuff is uh, incredibly powerful because it makes you just feel seen and, like, it makes you feel heard. And both of those things are very important. And Dev has done that. I mean, he, there hasn't been a day where he hasn't done it. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Kevin. Of course. I love you, man. I love you Aww. too, man. Um, for myself, I used to, the thing I used to always say about myself is that I, I love how I can pick up things so quickly. Like I can pick up a new instrument or I can pick up a new video game and be good at it quickly. And I'm starting to realize that's one of the things I hate most about myself now is that it's, it's such a stunting mentality to be like, I can pick something up so quickly and never actually like sit down and commit to it. You know, like I, I never really spent the time to get excellent at any video game that I'm playing or any instrument that I'm playing. I just get to the point where I'm proficient. And then I say, okay, I learned it. And now time to move on to something else. And I'm finally taking the time to try to like commit to practice regimen for the things that I'm doing and getting better at those things. And so I think what I'm most impressed about with myself more recently, I think on a broad scale, is just patience. Uh, I struggled with it probably a few months ago in large part with a lot of different things in my life, but I would just would get impatient and frustrated with things and it would come out in bad ways. Um, And I'm starting to get to the point where I'm getting really patient, really calm and uh, trying to not think about like, you know, how like my age or how like old I'm getting or how much time I have like to complete something and just trying to focus on like getting something uh, committing to something and and working on it and making it better and making myself better Uh, and so I feel like just I'm impressed with myself 
to at this point in my life where I feel like I have, I had reached my peak at what I was doing, realizing that that was so far from it and working to improve myself in the thing that I think I needed to most, which was patience uh, and commitment with the things I want to do. It's probably the thing I admire about myself the most. Cool. That's our episode. Thank you guys for being with us, especially through that last part. That was mostly just cathartic for all of us. Um, You know, you don't have to listen through it all obviously if you wanted to skip but you the end, can you can. but no, you can you, you have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> if you made it this far you did probably uh, so thank you for for listening in that was definitely more for us than it was for you guys but ultimately this Listened podcast to all of this. <laughs> this podcast is more for us than for you guys we're not pandering to our audience we just hope that you guys enjoy being along with us for the we're ride, just so. putting something out there and hoping it lands yeah. in the places it is supposed to moral of the story is just to do your best to be yourself, love yourself, and try and have fun along the way. And try and have fun yeah. along the way. Yeah. Be yourself and go vote, I think, are the two biggest. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. We, we almost did a whole episode of that. Go vote, register to vote, get your, get your um, absentee ballots, your mail-in ballots. They're so important. Um, I go pretty into depth um, about how to request them. Um, and then, of course, the security and the safety of it. Um, if you're choosing to trust me on making judgments about secureness and safeness, then just know that it has my stamp of approval. Um, but uh, otherwise, thank you for listening. Hopefully you get to know us a little bit better. Um, and then, of course, you know, know yourself a little bit better. Uh, again, hopefully this lands in the places it's supposed to. I mean... The things that you're feeling, you're not alone in feeling. There are people who have a microphone feeling the same things. Um, Have a great week. Thank you for listening. And remember that the most important things that you can do is to be yourself and to go vote. And to go vote, truthfully. But maybe don't be yourself with that vote if you're a bigot or an asshole. (laughs) Be a better version. Then be somebody else and go vote for them. Not an expert podcast. It's Kevin's part. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Who gives a fuck? (laughs) It's a special episode. It's a special outro. You think people are listening to this? No.